Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. I uh, played a clan. Well, you were there. You played it. It was you who I played it with. I taught you clans of Caledonia. Yes. And we made and our the student became the master. Yes. In a mere hour. And you won. I was playing that game solo. It's an excellent solo game. If you haven't heard of Clans of Caledonia, it is a super Euro game where you're you're just making things. You're putting out sheep and cows and turning them into wool and cheese. It was reminiscent for me of Viticulture. It was heavier than Concordia, but it was it floated around Viticulture. The one thing I did not like about it was that there was a lot of icons, various icons that when you're learning the game, it was a little bit difficult to understand. And it seemed like there were bonus tiles for like shipping, uh, like you go to this tile and if you get to this tile and can connect with it, the various icons on the actual bonuses, I had to look them up. Same thing with the clans. The clans had all special powers and I had to look them up and it was confusing. And every time I played with a different one, it felt like it broke the game too much, which of course there's a variant where you just don't play with the clans and then it's not clans of Caledonia. It's just Caledonia. So we've discovered we don't really like asymmetrical games. No. Because it just doesn't seem fair. And we're all about fairness here. And we are fair and unbiased Equal. in our gameplay. Equals. We're both equals here. So, so uh, Terraforming Mars, we play it just starting off with the basic stuff. Generic. Um, what was the other thing? Anachrony. Generic. It's better generic. Because it just seems like some, one person, I mean, it is designed to be where you don't all have the same stuff. So somebody's going to have an advantage, it feels like, always. I, I wonder, I'd like to actually find out how designers ensure that by making a game asymmetrical that they don't unbalance it. Because you cannot convince me that every single alien race in TI-4 and, and, and every single alien race in Eclipse... Cosmic. Well, Cosmic's meant to be unbalanced. It's right. it's That's the fun of it. But in a in a game that's supposed to be a Euro game and everything's supposed to be equal and you'll be able to determine the winner by your skill, it just seems like it breaks the game. Needless to say, Clans of Caledonia, we really enjoyed it. I'm still going to say that I like Viticulture. Viticulture? Viticulture. I'm still going to say that I like Viticulture better. Viticulture. Viticulture? Yeah. That's our new line of... Do you say vitamins? It's not Viticulture. I'm pretty sure Viticulture is like a healthy line of wine. <laughs> Drink this more low. It's got vitamin Maybe it's C in the, it. Uh, it depends on what country you're from. No. English people say vitamins. They do? Uh, yeah. Vitamins? Vitamins. Have you taken your morning vitamins? No wonder they can't get their kids to eat their Flintstone vitamins. <laughs> so this is my question to you. Answer it. As your uh, dominator. We're, as your <laughs> We're going to have to cut as, all that. As my clan dominated your clan, okay. even though it really didn't even, even though my clan never saw your clan, well, I didn't know you existed. You're on the other side of the lock. That's I what, was over there just planting hay and drinking whiskey and making cheese, and I didn't even know your clan existed. But yet, my clan defeated your clan. But that's neither here nor there, because my whole point is... You taught me the game, and it was pretty easy for me to learn, which that's saying something, because I don't always pick up on stuff real fast, but despite all the iconology, 
uh, once I kind of got the idea, we were going. We were going. I'd say you taught me in 10 minutes. However, this is the, my thing. You played that game several times, and me not knowing really what I was doing beat you. Right. How, how? Why? Why is that? I feel that, because, and I'm glad you brought that up. I feel that there were certain bonuses in the game that you took advantage on. And the end scoring of Clans of Caledonia has this weird metric. Well, I'll say it's weird. As you are importing goods into the country, which there are three main goods on this track that you keep close up, every export contract you make, it, you may get a bonus of importing these certain goods. At the end of the game, the good that was imported the most is worth the least, and the one that was imported the least is worth the most. And so if I export, or if I import good A into the country, and there's 10 units of that into the country, and I've imported 10 of them, 10 times 10 is 100. You've lost me. It's math. It's just all math. Anyways, you basically beat me by that metric. You had enough of those goods imported, and I was not really paying attention of that. Yeah. You, you imported the most of the of the rarest of goods. The, the most I have of the confused least. everybody so far by saying this. I have no <laughs> clue where I'm going. I will say this. Clans of Caledonia. Well, it's, it's basically it's a supply and demand track. I like that supply and demand track. The so if you, well, I, but I'm saying even on that, that scoring thing, because if you import a bunch of stuff, well, I mean, there's a bunch of it. So the demand is low. So it's not worth as much, whereas the, yeah, yeah this is confusing. To, I try, think, okay. to try and describe this is very difficult. Here's, okay, here it is. Plans and of as Caldonia. good as I am at describing games, I'm having difficulty with this one. Right. Let's talk about Skull. <laughs> no. All right. Clans of Caledonia. Excellent Euro game. Probably, BGS approved. Yes. Probably one of the best Euro games put out in a long time. It is not better than the Viticulture Essential Edition. No. I would honestly recommend that over Clans of Caledonia. I certainly would recommend Concordia. Concordia is a little bit lighter, so they're harder to compare. But I like Concordia slightly better than... Well, I gotta, I gotta give it to Clans on this one. Okay. I gotta give it to Caledonia. And since we don't use the Clans, we'll just say Caledonia. Where is Caledonia? It's near uh, Concordia in Catan. It's in between Concordia and Catan. <laughs> and Vicious Culture? <laughs> Vitamin culture? It's beside the village, near Concordia, but west of Catan. I'll take that. You gotta know where that's at. So, alright. So, Just neither- north of the uh, Archipelago Islands. As a side note, Caledonia. Side, side, note, side note? A good solo game. Yeah. I, well, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I enjoyed it better. I actually enjoyed it better solo than so, I did with other people. Sometimes I notice I interrupt you. Simply to agree with you and reinforce what you are already in the process of saying. Well, that just acts me on. <laughs> yeah, Jerry, you're right. Get him, Jerry. Yeah, that's so true. I'd like to think that if I'm ever in a fist fight, you'll be behind me going, get him. Get him, Jerry. Get him. Get him. Oh, yeah. You can- well, yeah, because that's what I said. Even as we were playing, I was like, I, lo- I like the game. I'm filming it on your iPhone 8. <laughs> I like the game, but I- it's a solo game. Even when we're playing together, I'm doing my thing, you're doing your thing, and... Our clans never met up. We weren't. There's a neighboring thing that comes into play. We never crossed never the lock. Play. That's yeah. what they call rivers over there are locks. And any more than two player, it could be a very long game. And I had my lock down. Lock in a lockdown. Good one. All right. So clans of Caledonia. It's not out yet. Uh, this was the Kickstarter version. But um, if you're a Euro fan, you should definitely get it. If you're a solo player and you're looking for a Euro if game, if you're a fan of Europe, get it. Get it. 
but get Viticulture first. Viticulture is just streamlined. It's, but yet this, yes, Viticulture is just the bomb. It's smooth. It's smooth like wine. Like vitamins. Smooth, <laughs> smooth like vitamins. All right. This is called a segue. I was trying to think of a way to segue into the next. Stop. Don't do segue talk. Okay. Just say, just go into it. Just say, next up. I was thinking the other day about. Here we go. <laughs> your segues are also so pronounced. No. You, you changed the timbre of your voice and everything. Timber? I sound exactly the same, no matter what. <laughs> Whatever. I was thinking the other day of my future, which made me to question and think to myself, what is my destiny? Oh, my God. And then I got to thinking about the new Star Wars movie. And then I remembered Star Wars Destiny. We have spent a probably a grand total of about $3,000. <laughs> Don't tell my wife. On she Destiny cards. But I only spend it two ninety nine at a time. Right. So it's not that bad. It's every day you go meet your dealer on the street. Hey, give me some of the booster bags. <laughs> give me some of that. Give me some yeah, of that. what you got. And you now, got the Han Solo in there? <laughs> but it feels so good when you find that Admiral Thrawn. Oh, it feels so good. You hawk it to other addicts. Um, I I have an Admiral Thrawn, and I really don't have you. I don't. You said it was valuable. It is valuable. You should sell it. Okay. If Just, anybody want wants Admiral Thrawn, uh, contact me at. Uh, I don't even know my name. It's don't at, we have an email? Have we ever said our email or anything on it's here? Boardgamesnobs at gmail That's where people send us. But Bubba, give us. Bubba gave us like individual emails at, at boardgamestops.com. Well, you know what? Bubba, as you have probably learned about him, he does a lot of technical stuff that I don't understand. Okay. Well, just contact us at boardgamesnobs.com. At Gmail. At Gmail. Or boardgamesnobs. At Gmail. On Twitter. Or the Facebook. Or <laughs> the Facebook. That never gives you away as old. I'm not or old. the Instagram. The IG, as the kids call it. The IG. But, all right. Star Wars Destiny. Uh, I've never played Magic, and I don't really get into collectible card games, but Star Wars Destiny, I've come to find that I really enjoy it, and I shouldn't enjoy it that much. It's, it's, it, oh, I don't know what to say about it. It's, a, it's, it's, I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> it, it's, okay, so. It's so boring. So, like. Every other, I guess, collectible, even though this is the first collectible we've got into. But I've heard it said that part of the joy is simply opening the package. It is. And saying, what did I get? And when you realize it's a stick as an upgrade, you kind of get sad. But then, every now and then, you get that Admiral Thrawn, and then you sell it. And you recoup about 2% of the money that you spent on it. And you take that money and you go right back buying booster packs. And yeah. end up getting about a third of the cards that you already have. Yeah. But every once in a while you get something good. And then you go and you play it against your friends. And then that just motivates them to go spend more money. It's a vicious mm-hmm. cycle. It's bad. They know what they're doing. They Fantasy they're Flight doing. knows what they're doing. If you've not played Star Wars Destiny, essentially you can buy a starter pack, which was what we'd recommend. Or the two-player... Uh, box set. Each side has cards. You can be the good guys. You can be the bad guys. You build your deck up to 30 cards. You select your characters up to 30 points. You put them out there. Each of the characters has their own dice. 
Some of the upgrades have dice. Some of the support vehicles have dice. There's a lot of dice, a lot of cards. Lots of chunky dice. It, they're fat dice. They're good. Why they're they, so good. I don't know if I like them. What? I like... Uh, no. No, they feel so good. I don't know if I like my dice thick. I like to have, like to, like to have them rattling around in my they're, hand. They're just not... And they're rounded. They're slightly that's rounded. Why, I like that. I don't know if I like that. What, do you want the sharp points? I like my darsh. My darsh. I like hurt. my dice. I like my dice sharp. And some of the art's weird. It like mixes some of that the I want to almost said anime, but the cartoon show in with uh, some of the art. This doesn't match to me. But I'm not. Nobody's playing the game for the well, art. Well, yeah, that's true. We could dissect it, but nobody cares. Dissect it. <laughs> Good one. For more jokes like that, tune into Board Game Snobs for dad jokes. Those aren't dad jokes. It's a pun. Puns are pretty much dead Although jokes. I am a dad. I have four children. Do you know how to find Will Smith in the snow? I don't. Look for Fresh Prince. Are you referring to the 90s tits TV sitcom, <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? <laughs> yes. Mm. At the same time, Prince in the snow. That's being a dual meaning. That's being hilarious. If you tell it to the right person. I'm laughing them. inwardly. <laughs> I can tell. Inwardly. I can tell. Uh but back to Star Wars Destiny. Oh. I enjoy it, and I don't like paying the paying money for it because I've paid a lot of money to play this game that it should. You just, ain't paid. What have you paid? I don't know. You've only got how many packs? I have one kidney. <laughs> I sold it and bought an Empire or booster pack. Jerry's pretty good at it. Uh, we've played it, uh, I think, six times now, and I've beat him twice. Uh, the first time the he first, cheated. The first time I didn't really tell him the complete rules about if you run out of cards, then I win. <laughs> and yeah, mind you that I have like no good cards. I have no good cards. I don't even have a starter pack. I just went and bought some booster packs and put together my ragtag group of Hux, General Hux. <laughs> General Hux like the lamest one on Awakenings. General Hux is no, pretty. Wait, was he Awakenings or Rogue One? He, he's Awakenings. Uh, that's right. He's the one that's like Kylo's. He's Kylo's buddy. Here. He's Kyle. He's the general. He's leading the first order. I the character. All right. Side note here: General Hux, <laughs> not really good in Star Wars Destiny. He's okay in the shows, oh, but yeah. the actor Dromhole Gleason, he's from Ireland. Oh, I that's if he's from Caledonia. He is. He is a Caledonian, and he's a really good actor. Oh, really, I like him. I've never seen him in anything else. He's on Black Mirror. He's also in the Reverend, which there's a bear attack in that. I hear. A what? The Reverend. Revenant. Okay. Ah, uh, words. With Leo, Di- with Leo DiCaprio? With Leo DiCaprio, yes. That's with the Revenant. Oh, yeah, well, he's in that. Yeah. And he's in that one show where the guy gets captured. So basically everything that's like rated R. He gets captured by the Japanese. The one guy that got captured by the Japanese. Oh, the... Unbreakable. The Angelina Jolie no, movie? No, no, not on... She directed it. Angelina Jolie? Yes. Really? Tomb Raider? See, this is why I have a podcast called Disagreeable Nerd, because I know TV and movies. If only you knew... As much about board games. <laughs> anyway, Star Wars Destiny. I beat you at Caledonia. I beat you at Destiny today. Don't buy Star Wars Destiny. <clears throat> no. It, it will own you. It, you uh, it's, it's, okay, well, it's just like they say about everything else like this. It's like crack cocaine. It's, you know. Not that I know anything about crack cocaine. They make that in Caledonia. <laughs> it's one of the import exports. Yes. Well, I have no idea what we were importing into Caledonia, but I'm pretty sure it was weed and crack cocaine. I did. We should have looked uh, here's at our up. wheat, and here's some crack cocaine. <laughs> I, I guarantee crack cocaine. I guarantee. Well, you just take regular cocaine and you crack it, don't you? 
I don't know. How why are you at? So it's like a piece of chalk, and you I'm, just crack it and snort I'm it. Wearing a sweater vest. <laughs> Do you think I know how to make crack cocaine? It's sixty four sure degrees outside. I'm sure I can Google it. I'm sure I can Google. Don't Google that. We have oh, children listening to this. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is a family show. Crack cocaine. This is a family show. I wonder if the FBI will come hunt you down if you start googling how to make crack cocaine. Put your put your uh, put the Google Chrome. Put it in incognito. I don't ever know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, I'm sure that's it. That's you it. know, the people that Google Chrome are like, watch these idiots. <laughs> oh yeah, no, nobody's watching. Go ahead and Google whatever you want. Yeah, government knocking on your door the next second. We're watching you, government. No, just kidding. Just, just kidding. We got way off course. We got way off course. There is a designer out there right now. We started now. off talking about Clans and Tony and then talking about Googling and making crack cocaine. Well, don't stop. buy Star Wars Destiny. It will own you. It's just like, um, what's the one we've been playing the campaign? Near and Far. What? I, no, no, I, no, I, no, I'm just saying. It's silly, lighthearted fun. And oh. it, it's just it's pure fun. Is it deep? No. Although there is strategy. Like, yeah, I mean, you got to pick your deck. Mm-hmm. And you got to know what to play when, when to roll your dice, when to put those things into effect. And if you do it in the wrong order, you're dead. You're dead. You know what else is dark and like crack cocaine? Actually, it's like near and far on crack cocaine. Hence, very depression. Depressing? Uh, war of mine. This war of mine. I have bought. and That war of mine? The other war of mine. Oh, that war of mine. I've played it. Mm, and? I did not like it. What? Uh, well, you're not saying what every other reviewer I've heard said. Well, no, it, there's some people out there not liking it. Like I think uh, the guy in the hat, he uh, he said that he Tom Basil. Uh, yeah, that guy. Oh, I, oh the, the, are we not naming his name now? I think of his name. I blanked for Those, a moment. He who shall not be named. He who shall Tom not be Basil. named. Vassal. Um. He, he gave it a decent review and said he didn't see that he would ever want to play it again, basically. I can't even recommend it. All right, you have your board, a bunch of cards, and... I'm bored right now. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to save a long, drawn-out explanation of it, the mechanics don't really fit the game to me. You end up very randomly getting a bunch of stuff or not getting a bunch of stuff, and then randomly getting that stuff taken away. And the darkness of the game, which does not bother me, because you know I'm dark. Like there's no lights? Well, yes. The board is very dark, but I'm talking about dark, like like in foreboding. Like oh, in, uh, what's oh, the term? Like BVS. What's BVS? Batman versus Superman. Oh, I thought that was like a disease. When you say BVS, <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, don't say that. <laughs> uh, but no, it's just it's very just dark and rainy the whole time. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. <clears throat> Apparently, it's dark and rain, but this this board game is going is themed on the siege of Sarajevo. Oh, dark themes. Dark themes. Oh. Much like Stranger Things. Oh. oh. I haven't seen it, so don't say nothing. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Thank but, you. But I will spoil this war of mine. Don't buy it. I just didn't enjoy it. Like I said, it's very random mechanically. The stories behind it are depressing. The game is long. Takes a long time to get through it, but I, what I wanted, what I wanted, was a mature near and far. Some very light mechanics with some straightforward choices, perhaps, or, or, or with not. I mean, straightforward choices in terms of what you're doing with your little home base, 
but then going out into the world and having to make these hard decisions. And a lot of these decisions were either much like near and far. Either you fail, you don't do anything, or you do this and follow up on it. And next thing you know, something heart-wrenching happens. happens. Mm. Like you find a little dead kitten. Oh. And then you like later go back to check. And have to eat that. You have to eat the dead, food. Dead, dead, <laughs> the dead kitten. And then the mother comes looking for it. You look out the window and smell. This didn't happen in the game, but I'm writing this down for an expansion. The dead kitten expansion. The dead kitten expansion. <laughs> Pets. The expansion Pets. for this war's by. It's, it's time to start eating Rover. Okay, just FYI, if any of this bothered you right now, then don't buy this war mine because it is way worse than this. Yeah. Yeah, so this war of mine, it wasn't for me. Pine. This war of mine, not for me. Uh, What else we want to talk about? Tesla versus Edison? Tesla versus Edison, that we the, also the played The war of currents. Is we that played that. That's what it's called. Because Tesla versus Edison... Was the main game. This was the downsized two-player game. I thought it was Tesla versus Edison Duel. I don't remember. The two-player game of Tesla. Tesla? Am I saying that? Tesla. Tesla. Not Telsia, as you've been saying this whole time. Well, I don't know of him because we removed him from the history books. No, he's become very... You know there's like a whole fleet of cars. I knew about the cars because that was... In honor of him. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. He's going to take us to Mars. Shout out to Tesla. Yeah, he's going to... He's going to... Nikola? Nicholas? Nikola? Nikolai. Nikolai? Tesla. Russian? He's... Yes, I think. Mm. He's from Caledonia. Caledonia. I can't do a Russian accent. You can't even... No, don't be doing accents. Can't do it. No, don't do accents. Red October. <laughs> I can do Sean Connery's Russian accent. <laughs> Sean Connery's Russian accent. Uh, anybody can do. It. Oh my god! Sorry about that. Set that off. Uh, Sean Connery's Russian accent. Do it, Orion. Most things in here don't react well to bullets. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but no, the two-player game Tesla versus Edison. Ah, you taught it to me very quickly, uh, but then you kept saying, oh, and then there's, there's this rule. Oh, then there's this rule. And then like that one scoring round, you're like, oh, I forgot about when you win the round, I also get this. I didn't like that too much. Well, and that encapsulates everything I didn't like about the game. There were certain rules that were not on the, that were easy to forget, but also to me, kind of broke the game. It was, if you dominated in this one city, in this one region, you got the bonus. But then your opponent also got some smaller bonus. I didn't like that. It seemed like they it seemed like they were trying to balance out the game. Yeah, it was like a catch-up type deal. And then each uh, character that you chose, which, whichever character you chose at the beginning of the game, had their own personal win condition. And I can't remember what your win condition is. I don't care. I just want to know, this is my objective. I want to go after it. I didn't like that. There were just two or three little things I didn't like. And when in a little game, you can't have two or three little things. In a big game, you can have two or three little things that you don't like. In a, in a small game, one little thing breaks it. This game should have been distilled down even further, in my opinion. Well. And it's not as good as Hannah Kanoji. Um, when we were playing it, I was enjoying myself. 
And until we got to that one rule, like after the the scoring phase, mm-hmm. after the first round, and you're like, oh, yeah, you get this, and I had won the city or whatever. And then you're like, but then I also get this. But then I got the same thing because you won the other city. I just really didn't like that at all. But I was enjoying myself. And then you're like, no, I'm done. Yeah. I was like, because if like once you taught it to me, and I realized that the whatever the four or five or six different actions you can take, and you draw those cards that tell you your actions, your assistants give you these two actions you can do or whatever. I was into it. I was just chucking along. I mean, it's kind of it's not super hard. It's kind of mindless, but I was enjoying myself. But was it great? No. No. Hannah Kanoji, that's great. That's the I'm game. Not sure, we're saying that right. Hannah Kanoji? I'm pretty sure I'm Hannah saying Hannah Makoji. Hannah Makoji. Hannah Makoji. Well, whatever. That, to me, is a much better light two-player game. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's lighter than Tesla versus Edison. But no, it's not. I'm, I, the, no, it is not. You think so deeply when you're trying to figure well, out how to attract do. those geishas. But you have, what, four actions to take? But still, geishas. <laughs> What is a geisha anyway? It's a it's a Japanese woman that has it's not a prostitute or anything funky like that, like you're thinking. I, I simply asked, no, what I can is tell, a geisha? Yeah, I could tell. I said, what is a geisha you, anyway? You are ignorant to the. And then that I simply asked you for you to enlighten me, not insult me. I didn't mean to insult you, but I could tell <laughs> you're over there. Everything I say, everything's bad. <laughs> well, usually it is. It's not bad. Geishas are are no. I believe in your review online, you wrote something. I may have wrote. <laughs> you I don't, don't even know. I don't even remember. I write things. <laughs> and at times. So I, what is a geisha? You have yet to answer me. I you for, just said she's a woman. I, forget, I know that much. I forget. I forget. I've you need just to I've, lower your mic. I'll lower my mic if I want to. I have forgotten. I have forgotten. Are you looking it up right now? Well, I'm trying. But. Can't find anything else about geishas. Have we talked about Hanamakoji? No, but we love it. Hanamakoji. Hanamakoji. Buy it. You have a deck of, uh, let's see here. The back of the box is in Japanese, so I do not know what it says. Oh, there it is. You have a deck of seven geisha cards, 21 item cards, eight action tiles, seven victory markers. So what you're trying to do is trying to uh, win the geisha's favor. And you do that by playing the uh, item cards. That Why do I need to win a geisha's favor? Who doesn't want to win a geisha's favor? I don't know what a geisha is because you haven't answered me. I'm not going to tell you. You have to discover the powers of the geisha for yourself. Geisha, Geiko, or Gaiji? Those are, are traditional big mo- Japanese female entertainers who act as hostesses. And then they usually have various skills. Right. It's kind of like when you're trying to attract the attention of the hostess at Chili's. So she'll come take your drink. <laughs> drink order. It's like, huh? What if I'm really funny? Maybe she'll come over here well, and uh, refill my Long Island iced tea. Their skills include, if you're drinking Long Island iced tea, you're not funny. You're obnoxious. Their skills include performing various arts such as classical music, dance, games, and conversation. So you just... Like talking to them. Oh, right. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Now that I know what a geisha is, I can continue on in this game. And you can try to attract their attention. And I by need do- me an entertainer. Yes. And once you've attracted their attention, if you attract four geishas, 
for a certain number of their, I think there's some, 11. Yeah, there's some geishas that are worth more than others. You can either get four geishas on your side. Or get 11 points worth of geishas. Or geishas. Get 11 points worth of geishas. And you win. You become the geisha master. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't either. <laughs> doesn't the All right, so you're just going to have to take our word for it. You're just going to take our word for it. <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about. We're not. We're ignorant to Japanese culture. But the game is about geishas and it's wonderful. attracting them. So whatever is that is involved, uh, it's good. You gift them things. You're like, you have these items. You're like, do you need this little umbrella? Mm-hmm, yeah. What this fan? This fan. Ooh, you come over to my side. And there's a little marker in the middle of the geisha card. It's like you move it to your side oh. if you've attracted her or the other person's it's side. Just, just like winning women's just favor like, by giving like them things. Life. That's not sexist. <laughs> That's just like in real life. Oh, yeah. This is, haven't you noticed that there are a lot of things in board games that are wrong? That when oh, you really yeah. think of them, it's like this is not yeah. socially well, yeah. quite right. But yeah. yet we still play it. Does that make us bad? I, no. Well, that conversation's over. I'm glad. <laughs> Says the man who keeps after the geishas. I mean. Uh, who stole my a, favorite geisha by offering, her, by offering her a ukulele. <laughs> she betrayed my love and went to your side. Uh, well, she liked the uke. <laughs> you got her. <laughs> that's not what that's called. That's not what that's called. A ukulele? You don't I'm call sure it a uke. uke. That's, a, that's, a, that's like a. That's that animal like a deer that's in the... No, that's a yak. Never mind. Sorry. I have embarrassed myself once again. <laughs> not, not knowing what a geisha is, I understand, but a yak, you should know. Yakety yak, don't come back. <laughs> I, I was, I, it was me or you, and you did it. <laughs> well, either way. Speaking about... Hana Makoji. Love it. For it's super simple, but yet there is a lot of thinking that goes into it because you're trying to constantly outwit the other person, and it is just a fantastic two-player game. You should buy it and try not to be offended by the theme if that theme offends you. But I'm not really sure there's anything to be offended by. So just take that, take that with a grain of salt. You got Hanamakoji two-player game, Tesla versus Edison two-player game. Oh, We've already ruled that out because Jerry doesn't like it. Uh, cave versus cave. God, thirteen days. It's okay. Patchwork. It's enjoyable, but I prefer Hanakanoji over it. Okay, that's kind of what I was getting at. Kahuna with the bridges. Nope. I kind of like that. It's one. too simple. Okay, so out of all those, Hanakanoji rules. Hanakanoji and Onitama. How about Shot and Totten? Shot and Totten. No, Shot and Totten's nice, but it's not. It's it's too simple. Shot and Totten, no. Not, not in comparison. It goes Hanakanoji. Hana Makoji. Onitama. Onitama, I've only played one time. And ukuleles. Interesting. I haven't played ukuleles. The Yak. I don't know what you're talking about. That would be the name of your band. <laughs> your ukulele band, the Yak. The Yak? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, those are not two-player. Steam Torpedo, two-player game. Don't even talk to me about it. <laughs> Absolute, 100% garbage. We could have, It's a two-player game with a rule book like three pages long, but yet you literally cannot figure out how to play the game. The, and the reason, well, no, 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 it's not so much that, but that's the, the Steam Torpedo game is that it's spatial. It has a spatial aspect in it where you're moving things around. And it, it, it's just, it's too confusing for such a light game, and it's you just don't get out of it. Now, I will say... 
one two-player game, and I prefer it two-player. Raptor. Raptor's okay. I'm talking about an obscure game that will play three, plays three, plays actually four. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know where you're going. The King is Dead. The King is Dead. If you don't know about Osprey Games, The King is Dead, I don't even know how to begin to describe it. Besides it being a somewhat area influence, area control, or you're moving cubes. And there's nothing I hate worse than just a game that just has cubes as its primary components. But The King is Dead is one of the sharpest and smartest games that was produced. I think it's 2015. I don't know, but you showed it to me. And it blew my mind. Because the concept is super simple. You add a cube, or move a cube, or cubes, and you take one off the board. And whatever you take off the board is your investment. Right. It is. The- so you're investing. It's, it's every time I, it, <laughs> I can't even describe it because, okay, if you want to be invested in red, you have to remove red from the board, thereby weakening red's power. Right. And so it is that mechanic and the fact that you only have eight, I think it's eight cards throughout the entire game. You can only take eight moves the entire game, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. And just like you said, you want to be heavily invested in the winning faction, but by getting invested in them, by taking influence from them, calling one of their people to your court, I believe is what it was called, you are actually weakening their position. If it was just a solid two-player, it is a solid two-player game, but it plays better with three, so never think of it as two-player. Yeah. But The King is Dead at three-player is probably one of the sharpest, short three-player games I've ever played. It, it, it amazes me how there's some games that have a thousand bits and pieces and rules and thick rule books and everything. And we don't like our rule books like we like our dice. No, I like my rule books thin and to the point. But yet, King is Dead... It's either eight or ten cards. I can't remember. Yeah. It's probably eight, but it, it doesn't matter. You have eight moves. The entire game, you have eight moves. It It, it, it is a brain burner. It's, it's amazing. It's an amazing game. It's one of my favorite games. I mean, of all time. Top three. No, it's not top three. <laughs> but, if I, but to be realistic, what I've come to find is a lot of people, and I'm going to get on my soapbox briefly before we end, Here when we you go. take your top ten, you tend to congregate all the games that have similar mechanics are like each other. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, if you were just to ask me today off the top of your head, what's your top ten? Oh, yeah. Eclipse, Exodus, uh, Forbidden Stars, Twilight Imperium. You, you take games that are all very similar in their right, in their theme right. and mechanics, and you meld them all together. If I really had to choose, quite frankly, my top games would not be ones of the, all the same mechanic. I'm going to have a variety, and The King is Dead would be, would be in it, because it is just that sharp. It is. That with being said, I think we've gone over our time limit today of what we're talking about in terms of our... Oh, we're going to BGG here in a week from now, from the time of this. I hope this gets posted before then. It will. Do you know how to post yet? Uh, no, I don't. It's still up to our IT guy. It's still up to our <laughs> IT guy who is at home... Shout out to Bubba. ...playing his ukulele. <laughs> Uh, but no, we're going to go to BGG. We're going to go back. We're going to see if there's anything, uh, any hot games out that we want to play and Speaking interview. Speaking of which. Yeah, go ahead. I, I know you're finna in this, but. I'm bad to finna in this. Uh, well, whatever. So at BGG, um, some games I had written down I want to play that I hope that are there. 
Alexander Pfister, Great Western Trail. Yep, I haven't played it. I haven't played it. Uh, Jerry just got the uh, Longshanks expansion. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Longdale? Longsdale? The My Goods. Oh, oh, my, oh goods. my Goods. Oh, yeah. What Revolt in Longsdale. Longshanks. <laughs> It was yeah, like it's, it's Robin the, of Longshanks in the Robin Hood movie. Remember that? Yeah, it, it, it was a solo expansion to Oh My Goods, which is an excellent little game. He's in love with it. I'm in love with the solo expansion. Revolt uh, in Alexander Fister also. Okay, Jerry has yet to make up his mind on Mombasa, but I love Mombasa. It, it tickles my brain. You got a thousand different ways to go. So Great Western Trail, we look forward to playing. I have written on here, Solarius. I apparently watched a review on that and liked it, but I cannot for the life of me tell you what that's about right now. <laughs> I'll tell you what I want to play, and I, I want to play it, even though I've heard some poor reviews of it, and I know the component quality is going to suck, is The Expanse. Uh, well, yeah. I want to play The Expanse so bad. Question. Yes. Is that just because you like the TV show? Yes. Me too. That's it, and, and that's what's <laughs> and that's 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 what's going to get me is that I'm going to play the game, and the game might be good, it might not be good, but I want to play it. And plus, it's it's Jeff Engelstein. I've heard good things. Okay, and by hear good things, I mean I've listened to two reviews on it. There you go. That's enough. I've heard <laughs> good things. Um, since we're a fan of Ryan Lockett, Lockett, near and far. Okay, when I say a fan of Ryan Lockett, I'm a fan of near and far. His most recent game. We. Which I did not get the new Kickstarter Amber Minds to, which is supposed to be good with cooperative and solo mode in it. It also changes up the Minds section. It does? Mm-hmm. Really? That's why it's called Amber Minds. Oh, I see what you get. I thought it was like I thought it was like these uh, yellow colored mines that they stand out in the street. <laughs> no, the Minds. Oh, Minds. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the guys that don't talk. Um, Islebound. Anyway, all that. Right? <laughs> Islebound. We go off on tangents and I forget what we're even talking about. Islebound. Islebound. Islebound? I, sure. Okay. Sure. If that's what you want to say, I'll allow it. Okay. I want to play Islebound too. Islebound. Uh, it's about ships. I think there's ships in it. Yeah. I remember a ship on the cover. Okay. One of the main ones I want to play, and it's probably as dry as you can get. But it's been referred to by John Gets Games. You really like John, don't you? I like John. You know why I like John? Okay, we're getting off of that. No, tell me why you like John. I like John because much like us, in these games that have been deemed super popular, John was saying he don't like it. He came out against Great Rest and Trail. He did not. He was. He's the only one I can think of that does not. He didn't crow about it like everybody else did. What will happen when you like Great Rest and Trail? John will be dead to me. Hang in there, John. <laughs> All right, what game was it? A first Class. Oh, yeah. It's a train game without ticket to ride. Without a train. It's without a cards. train. It's just cards. Oh, there's an idea. But I've heard he likes it. I think uh, and John's first class, John, John's first class in my book, no pun included, I think liked it. Um, but it doesn't matter. But uh, uh, Sam Healy liked it. Who's Sam Healy? I say that sarcastically. <laughs> I know who so Sam mean, Healy's is. Why are you Go so ahead. mean to the Dice Tower? I'm not mean to the Dice Tower. You are mean. I just to the know Dice Tower. that you, you, they are our brethren in gaming. I just know that you, you have it on the Dice Tower shirt. I'm pretty sure right yeah, now. Yeah. And you I've love the Dice Tower and you used to always, Respect. Talk, always talk about Respect, the Dice Tower. Respect because I pat my chest and throw a peace sign. 
and I got tired of hearing about the Dice Tower. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I uh, beat you over the head with Dice Tower. I cannot Tower. tell you how often I heard. Well, Tom when says, me and Jerry met. In a dark alley. <laughs> when me and Jerry met. When I was telling him distant folks. <laughs> <laughs> if you get that reference, you're cool. Um, Jerry was a shut up and sit down guy. I had never heard of shut up and sit down. I love shut up and sit down. I was, I love you. I was a dice tower guy. I, Tom reviewed, like I was just looking up games and Tom was there. And I, I know we've talked about this before, but, uh, now that I know about shut up and sit down and we've merged me and Jerry and our, uh, board gaming and our interests, I don't know where I'm going with this. I just know that. You used to talk about Tom all the time. Yeah, but in more recent days. Weeks gone by. <laughs> weeks gone by. I found that I, although I still love and respect the Dice Tower, my taste in games is definitely not the same as theirs. Your taste in games goes like this. Tom says this game is excellent. We should buy it. <laughs> A week later after buying and playing said game. Well, well, this game sucks. This game sucks. Yeah, pretty Back much. Back and forth. And I kept telling you, you don't have to listen. You find somebody who has a similar taste know. and listen to them. However, Shut Up and Sit Down was not the answer. No, 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 no. My taste in Shut Up and Sit Down, I like their show, but I don't agree with their reviews. Yeah. There's a lot of their games that they like that I do not like, but I still watch their shows. And we recommend that you watch these shows. Shut Up and Make Sit up. Down recommends. <laughs> Make up your own mind. Right. And just uh, just like I said, you 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 listen to the reviews and you kind of get a consensus. And, and anytime a new game's coming out, I always, no pun included, The Secret Cabal, Dice Tower, Shut up and sit down. John, John gets games. Don't yes. forget John. I don't forget John. Uh, drive through review. I like drive him. Drive through review. I like Rotto. Dan King. Dan King. Board game geek. Dan King. I'm board game him. geek. Dan King. What's his name? The board game geek. Is that him? Dan King. Yeah. I'm thinking about boardgamegeek.com though. No. Board game board. No. Game, Is that his he's name? Game boy geek. Game boy. Geek. It confuses okay. me too yeah, every okay. time, but. Anyways, like his reviews. Toss in board game snobs in the mix. Right. We're not all the same. <laughs> We're not on the same caliber quite yet. Not not quite. Two Joes recording on microphones plugged into a little. Yeah. I have uh, our $20 microphones against uh, Tom Basil's quarter of a million dollar Kickstarter. We're winning. Uh, That's all right. But, but my point is, is that don't just listen to one reviewer. You listen to a bunch. And you kind of get people's consensus, and then you go from there. You don't just buy a game just because one person said. Well, if you go by consensus, then why not just look on Board Game Geek, Jerry? Because it's wrong. Because people (laughs) that's the consensus. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. Ah, well. Okay, Mister Pandemic Legacy. Shoot me in the head. Oh, there you go. There you go. (laughs) You were the only person that didn't like Pandemic Legacy. Now I will say that there's a lot of people out there, and I'm going this. I know because you like it. Scythe. I think Scythe has climbed the ranks. And it's up there. A lot of people don't like Scythe. There is a lot of people who who who've crapped about Scythe. And those people are entitled to their opinions, even though it's foolish. Yes. But I enjoy Scythe, but I also see why somebody would miss out on it where they don't particularly But really the whole point of any of those people, Dice Tower, Rado, whoever. Shut up and sit down. There are personalities. All right. And you're attracted to their personalities, whoever that may be. 
and that draws you into the gaming hobby, which is the whole point of it, because it's a wonderful hobby. And that's why we're going to a convention dedicated to it in a couple of weeks, where we're just going to sit down and just play and play and play and play. With that. But no, wait, I'm not done. Also, I had, uh, have you played Trajan? Trojan? Trajan. Trajan? Who? Oh, Stefan Feld? The yes. 36 best board game ever. Kalis? Uh, no, I, now, that is one. I know that uh, Kalis was uh, Joel Eddie's favorite game for a long time. And so mm. I've been wanting to play it because Joel has not stirred me wrong. Through the ages, we've discussed that on previous podcast. Uh, Yokohama? It's Istanbul, right? Kind of, sort of. Yeah, I like Istanbul. I don't think I need another. Lisboa? Oh, man. All right, I have a love-hate... The re- blue box? I have a love-hate relationship with Vito Lacerda. Because Kanban... You would love to love the games, but you hate them. That's right. That's basically <laughs> it. Uh, the Galrus, I have not got to play it yet, but but Kanban. I wanted to love Kanban so bad, but I just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Super complicated. Right. So uh, those are some of the games we hope they're in their library as well as others. But anyway, we'll be at BGG. Hope to see you there. Um, Not really. The three people that have listened to our podcast, including me and Jerry, so at least one more person. <laughs> we Bubba. Know, <laughs> Jerry and Bubba. We know you're out there, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we'll be there in a couple of weeks. Uh, hit us up if you want to. Maybe we'll have a shirt made by then. I'm not making a shirt. You're not? No. I'll make a uh, uh, our own custom ukuleles. Oh, my gosh. We'll be the guys over there playing the ukulele. I'm going to make a shirt. You make a shirt. I'm going to make a shirt. Tune in next time when we go live from BGG, sort of live. It won't be. It will be recorded and posted soon while we're there. So it will kind of like we're being live. Semi-live. Semi-live. Semi-live from BGG. <laughs> Yeah, let's announce that. Have a nice day. Bye. You're listening to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. You have chosen wisely.